Why Teach? Because teaching makes people. Welcome to the Why Teach podcast. We visit classrooms around Scotland, asking teachers why they teach and why you should consider a career in teaching. Are you okay for like studying over Christmas? I think so, yeah. yeah. My name's Lisa, I'm an English teacher in a school in Paisley. If I could describe teaching in three words, Give me a second, let me let me formulate my three words. Being the English teacher, I really should think of some mind-blowing words. Rewarding is definitely the first one that comes to mind. Vocational and funny. The kids are funny. The way their minds work and the way that they pick up on things, they're extremely quick. And there's not been a day in class since I began where I haven't laughed at least once. Laughed in earnest. What have you been doing with Miss Gibbon? Um, learning about Blood Brothers. Blood Brothers, what's that about? You told me the other day. Um, two twins that are separated at birth. Now, spoiler alert, you could have said spoiler alert. <laughs> I um, began life as a journalism undergrad, working with um, magazines and newspapers and all the rest of it. But there was just something missing, there was always something missing, just that wee tang of vocation. It was something I've always really wanted to have as a vocation rather than a career. When I was in magazines and papers, I would be in contact with uh, children of high school age coming in for their work experience kind of trips for a week. And I was usually in charge of trying to make sure that they had everything they needed to show them about. And uh, they were very, I just, I loved their personalities. I loved their hunger to learn. Are you happiest with I mean, I've got like... I don't know. No, we'll go over um, mm-hmm. eight mark questions again when we come back. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. So, yeah. Right, that's fine. No yeah. bother. It was my sister that um, persuaded me. She's like, I think you'd make a really good teacher. You're good with kids, and I think you've got something to share with them, and they can share a lot with you. I decided to bite the bullet, and it was in July, the end of July, that I decided to just see if there was a space is open for August courses, and there was, and. In two weeks, I had went from handing in my notice and in a university lecture hall, and it was a real whirlwind. So there were hundreds of people in this kind of cathedral-like place, Barony Hall in Glasgow. I looked around and I kind of sat back and heard all these people talking about all their experiences in schools before, and I'd never stepped foot in a school other than when I was a pupil myself. So. I had all these kind of anxieties and I know now if somebody was to ask me now um, I would tell them not to worry but it was really nerve-wracking at first. However, the minute I stepped into a classroom in one of my first placements I realised this is what I wanted to do. I loved it. I loved the kids. I loved the atmosphere. I loved the way they just, their, their minds work in a million different ways and not one kid is the same. Have you read any books this year? Aye, I've read three. Three? Oh my goodness. You're due a Christmas break after the three. One of the moments that I had in my first placement, it was a first year class. And you know, I can actually remember every single one of their names. And this is from last year, a class that I had for six weeks. And I just, I loved them. Right, you have to get down to uh, maths. Right, on you go. I was playing um, a game with them, like a wee educational game with them. And they're asking them vocabulary, like, what does this mean? Oh, we don't know. And then they're listening to you. And then... The next day you hear them with their friends using that word that you taught them yesterday. It's real instant gratification to hear things like that. 
we're doing the Hunger Games with second year. This person here glued cardboard to the upper um, lip of almost like an envelope and put in a a scroll um, through this little thing that's from President Snow. And these are all the things that you would need to uh, survive in the Hunger Games. And needless to say, he got a praise card for that. He was very, very good. He also won a chocolate orange. I love giving out food. So <laughs> the best feeling is when you can get these children, especially ones that are maybe having a, a tough time either academically or at home or socially, to get a really good outcome for them whether that be that they want to take part in your class and they've never answered out before, or even as much as they have come to class that day. So this ghetto in particular had not put pen to paper for two years. So we, we made this little short story. And she came back with this essay and it was, I mean, it was far from perfect and it had its points and, you know, you had to correct it very heavily, but this girl wrote an introduction, a summary, three main bodies and a conclusion that was unheard of for her. It was two and a half pages long. It was a good length. She made sure she had all of the success criteria that I'd asked her for, quotes, explaining the quotes in topic sentences. This this was a perfect essay from her and I've never been so happy. In this school we issue praise cards when kids have achieved something or been very helpful and I gave my praise card that week to to that girl and she the smile on her face if that could have been taken to the bank that would have been priceless she can go home and she can talk to her mum about that and she can talk to her friends about that and I saw her like brandishing this card in the air showing her friends it was getting passed around ever since this ever since this little kind of like little bit of confidence has been instilled in her. She has been working a lot harder in class. If you just kind of give her the time and give her that confidence, like any child, they excel. To see understanding, to see them growing as people, not necessarily in the kind of egotistical way of like, I made this happen, but just to see them become grown fully-fledged members of society, and you've had a little part to play in that. I did have a favourite teacher. She was an English teacher, pretty unsurprisingly, how I've become an English teacher. I think you find that a lot when people have a, a favourite teacher, it soon becomes their favourite subject. Um, she was very supportive and she was very kind. When I was 16, when I was in fourth year, my mum died after a, quite a long bout with an illness. This English teacher made sure that uh, I was doing the work to my best of my ability and um, I think when it came to it, she even came to my mum's funeral to show support. I picked her out of the crowd straight away. When you're that age and something like that happens to you, it's, it, it can be, you know, it's just a blur and you can't remember anything. But I remember looking out when we were coming into the chapel and she was outside. It was just so comforting to see her. She... When I came back, again, was um, caring and uh, positive. Always smiled at me and was always happy to see me and she was always there if I wanted to talk about it. However, if I didn't want to talk about it, she wasn't forcing me to. 
I really appreciated that kind of sense of normality in a time that was not normal and I'll always be grateful for that. I wasn't sure if teaching was what I wanted to do up until the minute I stepped in a classroom. When you come in and you do this, it completely changes your life for the better. If you think that you quite enjoy a subject, you're passionate about a subject, or you're passionate about helping people to open their eyes, to inspire, to nurture, I think that you owe it to yourself and you owe it to future children to give it a go. Think about it. Um, there's going to be kids that you, listening, are going to teach one day and they will be talking about you in 20 years' time to their friends in a pub about why you were their favourite teacher. And I think you owe it to them to give it a go. That was Lisa's answer to the question, why teach? Thanks for listening. If you want to help shape young minds, you can visit teachinscotland.scot to find out more. The Why Teach podcasts are supported by the Scottish Government. And if you know someone who'd make a brilliant teacher and might be inspired by this story, please do share it with them. And also please rate us, review and subscribe in all the usual places to help us inspire the next generation of teachers in Scotland. Why teach? Because teaching makes people. Thank you.